Wise Eyes, the life of a long-term multitasker. This is my 1% growth series, where every day is a commitment to the compounding of the consistent unextraordinary, where every day is an opportunity to think, learn, do, and relate deeply, where every day is an opportunity to live the life of your ideal highest self. This series is a combination of my journals that I'm intentionally sharing with the world. A single day may not tell the whole story, but each day is a vital chapter within that story. So this 1% growth episode, we'll be taking a look at Saturday, October 16th, 2021. The, the particular reason for this date is something I'm probably going to do going forward where I'll just ask one person, a friend or someone, just pick a random number between 1 and 31. And I'll that day, that date, I'll just use as that day that I'm going to dissect for that quarter for each of those months. So I'll be going forward and analyzing October 16th, which I'm going to be doing in this episode, November 16th and December 16th. But the way I live that day, the way I live my life on that day, is not going to change. It's just easier from an administrative perspective. So let's dig into Saturday, October 16th. So I wrote my affirmation in my list journal. I am the creator. Everything that happens today, I have created. Today, I get to create the future. For my Vox Siddhi, I said, I will get picked up by Kiara. I said, I will go to Crowder's Mountain. And I said, I will go to, I will see Lake Lure. And all those, uh, spoiler, they did end up happening. So that's good. For gratitude, I said, I'm grateful for getting to the cabin safely. I'm grateful for the amazing views at Craggy Gardens. And I'm grateful for the perfect weather. So a little bit to understand the day better. This was a Saturday, so went out with some Charlotte Ways. We had a planned a fall colors trip from Charlotte to Asheville and the surrounding Asheville area to enjoy the the nice fall colors, the scenic views, the lake, the mountains, the trees, everything. And this beautiful time of fall in North Carolina. And so for that day for that day we went and did some actually community service and then headed over to Crowder's Mountain, about an hour drive west of the city of Charlotte, did a hike there, grabbed some lunch, then headed over to the Blue Ridge Parkway where we drove on there for a little bit, headed to Craggy Gardens, did a hike up there, enjoy the beautiful sunset, saw the Blue Ridge, saw the sun shining through the clouds with its rays beaming down on the mountains, down on the fields and everything. And then we headed to dinner within the city of Asheville. Had a nice dinner with a group of 10 folks. 
and then drove to our cabin that night where we reached at midnight and we only were staying there that one night and a checkout by 10 a.m. that next day so we stayed up till 3 4 a.m. sagging out playing games enjoying food having a lot of laughs a lot of stories and call it a night at around 3 or 4 a.m. so that's a backstory of how that the events of that day you know everything else following here will kind of dissect that so you have some context as to what actually happened so the three best things that I wrote down were being confident that we'll reach the cabin safely. A little bit of context there. We left to reach the cabin from dinner, which had already been around 10 p.m. from Asheville. And it was in Lake Lure. It was on Lake Lure at a little place, little uh, venue called Rumbling Bald, which is kind of like a resort actually. It had a lot of different activities that you can do golf course you know some indoor outdoor swimming pools mini golf um, tennis courts basketball courts like little trail boating activities all these things that you could that you could probably spend a good week there and really take advantage but obviously we were only there for one day but with the roads if anyone's driven in that part of the country or that part that area just you know, Blue Ridge Parkway type roads of, you know, one-way narrow roads, you know, mountains on one side. And so driving at night, you can't really enjoy the pretty weather, can't really see it, even though during the day it may be nice and sunny and fields and beautiful picturesque scenes, but you don't know that. And so we were a little lost, GPS, you know, no signal. And so somehow we made it after about an hour and a half, two hours of driving and reached at about midnight to the cabin. So that's the reason why I said the best things is I was driving from from dinner. And so I was, even though other people in the van or vans may have been a little bit apprehensive or anxious that we will reach the cabin that night, I was pretty confident that we will reach the cabin safely. The second thing, or the three best things, was being engaged in the van rides with people. And so just having a lot of laughs, uh, sharing stories, how we approach life, since there's some level of, you know, understanding the self with the people that I went with, understanding how to live better lives, live lives that mean more fulfilling things to us, and as well as just having, you know, more surface level things. So just being engaged on all levels with the people that I was driving with. And then the third thing, uh, backtracking a little bit, was on that Crowder's Mound hike in the morning, late morning slash early afternoon. After we left from Charlotte, was one of the people. Um, you know, it was about a, you know, two and a good two and a half three hour round trip hike, and so on the way up, obviously take a little longer, and so as you're elevating, you know, some people are at different levels of, of fitness, right, and so. I wanted to make sure that I was being compassionate as possible, being understanding and empathetic to to those different levels. And so everyone's going at a different pace. And so, you know, I potentially could have been, you know, one of the first people just to go through and reach the top and whatnot. But I wanted to make sure that everyone got there, right? So because someone was, you know, 
uh, doubting if they could reach the top. Like, hey, you guys go ahead. I'll, I'll wait here. You know, but but you know, they were so close, right? I wanted. What was more important to me was everyone reach instead of, you know, us saving ten fifteen minutes or something or uh, and whatnot. So like, I wanted everyone to get there, no matter how long it took, because I think that was more important. So just encouraging encouraging them, staying with them, along with a couple other people who also did that. So, um, so I think that was one of the best things that I did that day. And the last thing that I put down for three best things, so a bonus one, this is the fourth best thing, was when we were playing, this, you know, this is around 2.30 a.m., 2, 2.30 a.m. And so, you know, people are probably going to be sleeping soon. So instead of playing, I think someone had suggested, you know, Monopoly Deal, and no one really knew. I've played it a couple of times, but I still wasn't good enough to explain it without looking at the rules and... You know, that would have taken some time and to actually play the game. So we wanted to play a quick game. So instead of playing that, uh, I I brought a deck of cards and so chose to play a quick game of BS or bluff, as some people call it, so that it was more inclusive, easy to explain the rules. It could be relatively quick and it was fun. It ended up being really engaging and fun for everyone, um, even if they hadn't played it before. So... I'm glad I could read the room, read the situation, and uh, choose the right game to play for that correct context. One of the so I, one of the things I've updated from the previous list journal is I phrased instead of the three best things and three worst things. So I've kept the three best things like I, like you've heard the three worst things. I've actually updated that meaning, updated the words that I use to use three failures or three things that I failed at. And so I'm trying to create a mindset of failing more, of failing every day on some level and changing the connotation of failure in my mind to be something positive. Because worst thing, it has a, it's, it's a, it can remain as a label on there, but failure, I want to change that meaning and that perception of failure into something that's an opportunity for me to learn. And so I wrote down two things in this failure section. One was there's a guy who, on the trip, who was doing, a, I think, a 75-day challenge um, about fitness, uh, with dieting, about reading, all these different things to... Um, be valuable to himself right so one of the things was he was not going to eat any sweets any chocolates any things like that we ended up making s'mores and i guess we were the group and me we were teasing him a little bit like hey do you do you want this do you want that you know obviously already knowing the answer that he can't, couldn't have it i was essentially at something this was like 2 30 a.m while we were playing cards right uh, I was like, "Hey, you looking over here?" It's like, and then I took a giant bite of the s'mores, and he's like, "Damn, you don't have to do that, man." They're like that was pretty rude. I mean, he, he, you know, fun, in a laughing way. You know, I felt that it was fine to tease him in that moment, but then after reflecting, I was like, "Damn, that was that was pretty rude. That was pretty ignorant." Like, I wish, I wish I apologized to him. Um, so that that was a that was a moment of failure for me. 
And then the other moment of failure was just not packing sufficiently. I only brought one jacket and one other long sleeve. And I assumed the weather would be pretty good. And it was like at Crowder's Mountain. It was nice and sunny, 70 degrees. And then when we got to Craggy Gardens, you know, top of a 6,000 foot area, not too much resistance from the wind. It was 40 with a lot of wind, with a light jacket. And so I could, you know, after five minutes of being up there, I couldn't feel my hands really. And I, you know, didn't pack sufficiently, right? So next time I do something like that, I'm definitely gonna pack a heavier jacket, some heavier apparel so that I'm more prepared for different weather situations. For the learning section of this, for the self and the world, I didn't write down anything. For the people though, on the Crowder's Mountain hike and on the car ride there, one of the people who helped organize it, um, he Sainitesh, he was describing his his essentially essentially his life vision, his life purpose, and his mission. And you know, describing about the healthcare industry, how his um, his role as, as a consultant and his insight into that has really changed his, his perspective and how he's gotten to this point. So he was describing his journey. And so I was like, okay, for me, I'm like taking mental notes of you know, trying to find other people who want to change the world. And so it, it was nice to, it was insightful to see how he was approaching things. And so I, I think he could be a potentially a good good resource and a good person to add to my network and to connect with more often. And then for the why did today happen question, I just wrote down one thing. I'm sure I could have wrote, wrote, written down a lot of different things, but this wrote down to enjoy beautiful views with the Charlotte YAs. So obviously, you know, went to Crowder's Mountain, went to um, Craggy Garden saw the beautiful sunset on there, so that was that. I didn't write down anything for improvements or the other other section, but my quotients, my uh, metrics for the day, I got seven and a half hours of sleep, you know, Friday night, Saturday morning. Diet score of 50, an output of 20, I mean, just because you know spending time with everyone so didn't have too much time there to do anything necessarily uh, focus of an 85 an energy score of 90 a balance of 20 uh, a TLDR I don't know if I had this last time but a TLDR score a thinking learning doing relating which is relates to that balance of 10 10 20 and 55 so 10 thinking 10 learning 20 doing and 55 relating and which if you add that up i believe gets you into alignment score of 95 and a misalignment score of five and i had an overall score of 90 which i wrote down for myself so going into the second page of the list journal um, for energy management the focus was to finish strong. So the first section of the day, I went grocery shopping and, and packed for the trip. So I finished that strong before I was uh, picked up. 
And then the second half, second, I didn't have anything negative there. Uh, for the next section of the day, the hike at Crowder's Mountain, there was a bunch of stairs that you can get to the top, to the viewpoint. And so I finished that strong. I ran up the stairs um, after helping and, uh, you know, encouraging that person that I mentioned, um, you know, also achieved that, um, you know, getting to the top. Again, nothing had an NA for, actually I had an NA for all of these minuses, so I'm not going to even mention that for each one. Um, for the next section of the day, the hike at Craggy Gardens, again, I jogged and ran up, ran up that to get to the view, and it was well worth the colder, windier weather, because the views were unbelievable. And then finally, the last section of the day, the drive to the cabin, finished that strong, actually got there safely, so that was wonderful, and then playing games with everyone, like apples to apples, like I said, um, BS, and just just hanging out, eating s'mores, so finished the day strong there, playing pool as well, actually. So yeah, and then for the other one, for compassion and communication, for the six-time book section here, the focus has been, for the past few weeks, and for this day in particular, my speech flow. And so I was good with with uh, Kiara and her husband um, when they were picked me up. And then the next section of the day, we were when we were eating at Subway, I was explaining to you and Laundry Lab um, to a couple of the people there. It was I was explaining it very fast, but I didn't have many breaks in there. So it was fast but flowing when I was explaining everything. And then uh, I was pretty good on the van ride, I would say, from uh, to Asheville. I would, uh, from from uh, Crowder's Mountain, from that lunch, to Asheville, and then on the Blue Ridge Parkway. You know, all the conversation that I had, how I contributed when I was talking, I think I was, my speech flow was pretty smooth. And then finally, the last section of the day, obviously with 10 people, we went to an Indian restaurant, Mela Indian Cuisine. And obviously with 10 people, with Indian food, it's probably best to just get family style. And so we got, you know, four or five different entrees, some appetizers, drinks, etc. So I knew it would have taken a little bit of time. So going back to and harnessing the experience that I had uh, going to SYA dinners and just the larger settings like that, I was like, all right, let me take the lead here, make sure it's streamlined as possible so that we can order the food promptly, eat it since we're all hungry, enjoy it, and then get back on our drive to the cabin. And so I streamlined that, so I was pretty good at organizing dinner and then ordering the, um, when the waitress came by. So overall, uh, a lot of pluses, not a lot of minuses for finishing strong and for speech flow within the six-time book section. So that was a dissection of uh, October 16th, 2021 on a Saturday when I took the trip from Charlotte over to Asheville and the surrounding areas. And I'm looking forward to dissecting the next day, which is going to be November 16th, 2021. We'll see how that one goes, but thank you for listening to another episode of Size Eyes and the 1% Growth Series. I'll see you next time.